Hey everybody, I hope y'all are having a good day today. Um, Wanted to spend today's episode talking about um, what we talked about a couple of weeks ago with this uh, social injustice war we got going on right now and uh, the brutality on police. Um, it's, It's really starting to get out of control and something needs to be done. Because if not, we're going to end up with World War III. Um, And that's something that we don't want. For sure we don't want that. Um, You know, the other day I was reading that uh, some officers out of Atlanta are calling in, calling out of work. Um, And who can blame them? I mean, think, think that no matter what they do, or what they say, they're gonna get rioted against, they're gonna get slandered, they're gonna get yelled at, and just everything in the book thrown at them. And I don't blame them one bit. If I was a police officer, I would, I'd call my, my sergeant, and I wouldn't come in until this thing was, was over with. And you can't blame these guys. They're protecting themselves and their families. Um, but, the, but think about this. The whole reason police forces were formed, they're there, to, they're there to punish people and discipline them for breaking the law. Laws were put in place for a reason, to have order and structure in this country, because without it, people would be killing, we'd kill everybody and steal everything and this country would really go to go to crap so by having a police force enforcing the laws you bring structure you bring order and you bring discipline to the people that can't follow directions and we all know that there's plenty of those out there so if if the African-American community wants to stop this police brutality thing, thing, then don't break the law. Follow the rules like the rest of us. If you do that, the police will leave you alone. And it's common sense. So this whole idea that the police are against, against them and are out to get them is totally ridiculous. You know, I read something else the other day that there was a guy out out west. Um, I don't remember if it was in Las Vegas or, or where it was. I know it was in the west. Um, he died in he died in police custody uh, in a similar situation to uh, Floyd up in Minnesota. And reportedly, he screamed and hollered. He couldn't breathe almost 20 times more than double the times that George Floyd did. So my question is, why are they immortalizing George Floyd like this perfect individual and nobody said anything about this guy? Mind you, this guy was also an African-American. So why make a big deal about George Floyd, but not this guy? Why make a big deal about George Floyd and not the not the black retired police chief 
who started a business and was shot and killed over burglars coming into his business and looting the place. Why wasn't a big deal made about that? You know, it's it's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. And folks, we all know that the only reason that they're doing this and the Democrats are joining in on this is they're trying to steal votes for the election in November. It's plain and simple. They know what they're doing. They tried this they tried this the first time after Trump won with the Russian probe. They tried it again by getting him with sexual assault claims. Not only him, but uh, Justice Kavanaugh, who he appointed to the Supreme Court. And in all of those instances, it was all found to be ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. You know, it's, fr- it's, it's freaking sad that these people would stoop this low just to win an election, just to get what they want. And you know, the, the, the sad part is the blacks and all these minorities started all this because when Trump came in, he went in there and took away all of their, all of their food stamps. He put laws in place to basically force them to get off their ass and actually have to work and earn their living like the rest of us do. But they don't want that. They would rather sit on their ass and have other people take care of them. That's why you see so many young young people with all these all these kids by the time they're 25 because each one they have they get more money from the government. You know, and, and I know food stamps and all of that are never going to go away. They can't go away because there's people out there that generally need it. But then you have these people, mostly blacks, that come in there and cheat the system and take away from people that actually need it. You know, and I think a good solution to that would be you put a you put a strict cap limit on what they get each month. You go in there and tell them, look, this is what you're going to get. You run out of it, you're on your own. Oh, and by the way, if you don't get a job within X amount of days of receiving your food stamps, you're cut off. Because it because if that happens, it shows you don't care about getting a job and you want other hardworking people to support you. That's that's bullshit. And they need to learn that you have to earn a living like the rest of us. You have to contribute to society like the rest of us instead of sitting back and just collecting. And that's basically that's basically what the Democrats do. That's why all those African Americans vote Democrat. Because the Democrats supports a lifestyle like that. You know, and it's up to us, hardworking people, Republicans, independents, to push back and not let these people continue to take advantage of us. Because if you really stop and think about it, that's what they're doing. And we need to put a stop to it. You know, more and more of these people that get put on food stamps like that, 
it's only going to drive our taxes up and put the country further in debt. You know, and the scary thing is, this is a critical time in the country where we need to, we need to win the White House back in in November. And I'm very fairly confident that we will. But if we don't, the debt's only going to get bigger, and it's going to get to a point where we won't be able to pay it back. And if we get to the point where this country's got to declare bankruptcy, poor Lord, man, we're going to be in trouble. A lot of trouble. And it's sad that all of this started with China. China's behind all this. They've been behind it for years. Screwing us on trade deals under Obama. Screwing us with this COVID-19 stuff, which they've had since 2012, by the way. They infiltrated it into their own people and then sent them over here to infiltrate it into the United States. And now look at, the, look, at, look at what's happened over the last two and a half, almost three months now. You know, small businesses shutting down and never reopening again. That's, I mean, do y'all realize how many people are out of jobs because of this whole pandemic? And it all happened over three months where people's lives were just completely torn, ripped apart, now they don't know how they're going to get by. And it's all thanks to China. What we need to do, we need to go after China. Somehow. I think one way to possibly do it would be to just cut off ties with them. All of their products that are here in this country, get rid of them. Now, I know that may, may not be possible, but we, we as, we as hard-working Americans can do something about it by not buying Chinese products. You know, and I, maybe sometimes that's not possible, but every chance we get, don't buy a China product. Buy American. Hell, buy Canadian. Buy British. I, I don't care. But do not buy from China. Because if we can do that and buy less Chinese product, not only is that going to hurt them, but I think it's going to send a clear message to them. We know what you're doing, and we're not going to put up with it. Folks, this used to be the greatest country in the world, and in my eyes, it still is. But in a lot of ways, we're a laughing stock. Because we're getting we're getting pushed around, not only by China, but the Democrats and the African Americans with this whole social injustice deal, this COVID nineteen crap, and it's 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 ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. You know, I think we just 
as I said a couple of weeks ago, we just all need to band together as Republicans, as good, hardworking American people, and push back at these liberals. Let's get Trump back in there in, in November. And I know we can come out of this. He's done a great job as president so far. You know, as I said last week, look at how good our economy was doing since he came into office up until this whole COVID-19 fiasco. It's the best it's the best it had ever been. And look and and look at look at the situation that the African Americans were put in. They had the most jobs they'd ever had. Their unemployment was at the lowest it had ever been. There was less homeless African Americans than there had ever been. All up until this COVID-19 started. They were put in the best position they'd ever been in. And yet it still wasn't good enough. Because they don't want to work. They want to sit on their rear end and they want us to support them. I can tell you all right now, I'm not doing that, and I don't think y'all are either. So like I said, we're at a critical point. We need to keep our head up. We need to stand, stand up, push back at them, and keep fighting. Because if we don't, this country will be gone. And Lord knows what's going to happen if if they if the the Democrats they as the, in the Democrats if they get control of this country there's no telling what's going to happen. All I know is it's not going to be good. Well, that's it for this section. Uh, hope y'all having hope y'all are having a good day. Um, enjoy the rest of y'all's day, and we'll uh, we'll talk to y'all next time.